Version 13 of the Mac operating system will make its debut at WWDC in June. And while we don't know what Apple will reveal, we do know what we want to see. In this episode of the Macworld Podcast, it's our wish list for Mac OS 13. Stick around. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyal uh, here with Jason Cross. Good morning. And Michael Simon. Hello, sir. As we approach WWDC in June, we're talking about what we could see at the event. Last week, we talked about iOS 16 and what we'd like to see. This week is the Mac's turn. Uh, these are the features we hope will Apple will announce at WWDC. Uh, before we get into wish list, do you guys have any thoughts on what they're going to call Mac OS 13? What landmark or whatever they'll name it after? Are we are we on the like the sub release where it's something in the thing, or is this or is this a new? Oh, I don't think. Do they I, not, do they, are, are they not following that? I don't think they're doing that. I think it's going to be another new thing. Um, uh, wasn't there a rumor about what they would call it? So last year, the rumor was one of the rumored names was Mammoth because of the trademark that they filed. Right. So, so yeah, probably Mammoth. And for people who don't know, Mammoth is, is it Mammoth Lake in California? There, There is a Mammoth lakes in like the mammoth national mammoth park cave like national park is the yeah. name of the park it looks like there's a resort town there's mammoth mountain it's all one, part of one mammoth area that's a that's <laughs> a tricky name because for us east coasters mammoth just means really big <laughs> so there better be a bunch of stuff in it that that they can live up to that <laughs> that's what i'm saying that's a good you know what honestly even in california it's not a very well known <laughs> area um it's not like Mac OS Salt Lake or something. Uh, yeah, but that's a good double. I, Apple loves those double entendre kind of things where it's, it means something yeah. else too. Skyline, so, I'm looking on, on but, uh, Google. Sky, it looks like they, they trademarked Skyline as well a couple years ago. So that, is, is that a, I'm not I'm sure not, what. Let me look up a Kelly. I don't know heard what of that. Sky, I mean, obviously, I don't know what a Skyline in generic terms is. There's a high school in Oakland called Skyline High. I always thought that they would save Mammoth for something really dr- drastic with the OS, like, for instance, it being only native for M processors. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, when they finally drop Intel, which will probably be two more years. Right, it won't be for a few more years. Uh, yeah. So that's why I think they would use that kind of name. But maybe I'm, I'm wrong. Maybe Just to circle back quick, Skyline is a... Uh... A neighborhood in San Diego. They kind of named them after, I don't want to say natural parks, but like n- nature features, right? Natural, uh, natural sites, so to speak. Landmarks. Yeah, I mean, so just thing. going back a few, we had Yosemite, that's common. El Capitan, that was mm-hmm. something I didn't know out here. So that's pretty yeah. specific. Sierra is common. High Sierra was just an update. Mojave, we know. Yeah. Catalina saying Big Sur, yes, Monterey too. So they're, they're all common, well-known places. I feel like Skyline, Skyline doesn't doesn't really fit there, and I don't know if Mammoth does either. I don't know who knows. I mean, I think Mammoth does as much as like El probably, Capitan or yeah. something like that. I don't think Skyline's enough of a natural uh, landmark. They need to start doing man-made landmarks like Golden Gate, and you know stuff like that. 
So, so um, Monterey and Big Sur are completely unrelated geographically. Right. So then they did it. They got away from that because we had um, Yosemite, El Capitan. Those are related: Sierra, High Sierra, Mojave, Catalina, and then Big Sur, Monterey. So they 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 just kind of are winging it, so to speak, as far as where they want yeah. to. And then there's the the question: They did away with cats. Maybe they'll just at some point. Yeah, the cats stop are gone. Doing California places. That's true. They could. But just based on the fact that they've trademarked Mammoth and, and had mm-hmm. for a while, that would be my guess, is that they did a year ago, they picked the, like the next couple and trademarked them. I don't really care. I, I like the numbers. I feel like that's better and less Yeah, confusing. I agree. And it's weird that they they had Mac OS ten forever. And then they just, they stay, yeah. I mean, they all, they all have numbers. Like we're on, we're on, you know, version 13, uh, 12. But yeah, we're at 12 now. Yeah. But the public doesn't necessarily know that anymore. Like it's just the name, whereas iOS is a number and it's just like they, they, they can't pick a lane here. I'm starting to see the number more now that they aren't, now that the difference isn't like year to year. It's not like 10.6.5, 10.7, 10.7.3. I'm starting to see Mac OS 12 just written more and that kind of thing. Uh, and the point releases being 12.1, 12.2, following in line with the iOS things. I, I kind of want them to unify them all, like skip everything ahead yeah. of 20 and put watchOS and yeah. tvOS and macOS and everything else on the same numbering scheme. Well, that, that's another weird thing because tvOS did that, but watchOS hasn't. It's just like right when they switched tvOS away from its own thing to basically being based on iOS. Right. They did a big change to the operating system, and they they did. They just numbered it all together with. And obviously, iOS. iPad OS started at I think thirteen or fourteen, whatever. Whenever that first one right. was, when they so they jumped all the way to that too. Which you know, it makes sense. It's easy for 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 people to understand. It's easy for us to write about, and it just it's just nice. Yeah. And I'm always confused about what what number Watch OS is going to be yeah. this year, though. I, I totally forget every time. <laughs> well, let's jump into our wish list. So we posted a list on the website that had a few items that we can refer to as well. But we, I thought we'd talk about maybe items that are on the list that we want to see, or you know, you can talk. I about. think the list, the list, the list is fine. If if you if you feel strong, well, you wrote it, so you can you 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 might as well start it start start <laughs> so, off here. So. <laughs> I, I, I could, I'll start off. So the one item that I had on the wish list that I really, really, really want, and I don't care if anything else comes That's out. It's three, three reallys if you're if you're keeping track. So this 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 yeah. is yeah, a big three one. Three reallys is is just system fixes, optimizations, stabilizations, whatever it is. Make this a maintenance release in the truest sense. Don't worry about putting out any features, just make it more stable. There are a lot of complaints online from people and even from, I think we'd even complain that Monterey isn't as stable an operating system as it could be, as we would like it to be. I'd like Apple to take this opportunity to do that. I don't think they can. They used to. Back in the day, there used to be these so-called maintenance releases where there was very, 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 there were very, very few new features to speak of it was all optimizations and and yeah, yeah snow right. leopard and stuff you know 
this whole Mac renaissance that's happening now with the M processors makes it difficult for Apple to do that, to just say, there's no new features in Mac OS 13. I also think it's not necessarily a case of that one takes away time from the other. I think different developers work on these different things. And we saw this with iOS where, was it 11, I want to say, that they had come on the back of just a lot of complaints about iOS's stability and bugs and stuff like that. And there were, everybody was saying, this is going to be a bug fix release, but it actually had a lot of new features as well. It was too. And it, and it fixed a lot of flaws and it had one of the most stable and reliable betas and they, they never release flawless. There's always some bugs that affect a very tiny percentage of the population they got to fix, but it's been really solid since that didn't stop them from also releasing a bunch of features. And I think maybe that's probably, that's probably the best we can hope for in a Mac OS release is that there is special attention paid to stability and reliability and, you know, fixing some of these weird things like memory leaks and networking problems and stuff like that, that people are all complaining about the, the developers that do that are, are stopping working on a new feature in order to do those other things. Cause they're not necessarily the same people. And a lot of it is process. Like that was kind of the problem with the iOS releases, the way that it was, developed and tested and the way that they integrated everything together to make a new build to test it had to change. There was apparently some major changes to how features are developed in a, aren't integrated and then tested. They're developed and tested more in a sandbox and then integrated when they reach a certain point and they're integrated in a more modular way. And that let them make a more stable build It let them made it easier for them to say, take a feature that wasn't working right or had bugs or was causing problems somewhere else and take it out. So maybe there's process changes that need to happen with macOS as well. I agree. The most important thing they can do is, especially as everyone's getting excited about the Mac again, make sure that whatever features you have, make sure they have a good experience in terms of like it being a good, reliable computer, because it's really easy to sour somebody on the Mac when somebody coming in new by having a bug they don't understand and can't fix, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'd venture to say Mac OS 13 is probably Apple's most important release in a long time because they sold a lot of Macs in the last year. Uh, the M1, M1 Pro, M1 Max, M1 Ultra, all those came out between the last OS release and this one. So they, they have mm -hmm. an opportunity here to, to really make a, make a play and to just to show people that the computer they bought is something that's going to last for many years to come and continue to get better and, and faster. And Yeah. I'm actually very curious about whether all this, that the, the change to Apple Silicon has obviously made Max interesting and hot again. Um, but, I, and I really wondered to what degree it's pulling in new people versus it's finally getting everyone to upgrade their Mac. You know, how, how many of all these people are used to Apple and Mac OS and all this other stuff? And, you know, because like you said, if it's new customers coming in, if they're convincing people to pick up a Mac as a, or their first Mac or whatever, then it's critically important. This time period, this net over the next year or two is going to be super, super important that they make the best impression. So Apple and it's I'm looking at um, Q4 2021 in that earnings call said that half mm -hmm. 
of Mac and iPad buyers were new to the product. So Mac and iPad, that's not helpful. You can't throw <laughs> iPad in there. But the iPad's a computer, Jason. Come on now. Yeah, but it doesn't run Mac OS for one. I mean, it's not germane to this discussion. Yeah, that's yeah, that's not a useful throwing in Mac and iPad or new. But you think it was like ten percent new Macs and ninety <laughs> percent I, I have no idea. I honest I I really don't have any idea. I would think that I mean, I can definitely see how uh, how ex- the the excitement around Apple Silicon and the products and how how long the battery life is and all that stuff would convince people to dive in and get a Mac for the first time. But I also can very well see how people who've been hanging on to their Macs for years are like, now I can finally upgrade. Now there's something really worth upgrading <laughs> to. So they're definitely selling a lot more Macs. And I just don't know what the split is. So that's my number one wish. It's nothing too fancy. Not asking for much, I think. I'm not asking for much. Just make this massively complicated product work perfectly on everything all the time. On two major, completely different architectures. It's not much. It's not much. You're Apple. Come on. You guys invented the iPhone. They are the richest and biggest tech company in the world. I mean, come on. No excuses. Mike, do you have a... uh Item for the wish yeah. list. Uh, I have an actual item, Roman. Yours is yours doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Mine is a million item. <laughs> so, I, well, I have two. One's off your wish list, with that, which I'll save for later, and if we have time. Uh-huh. But the one that's not on the wish list is I want unlock with iPhone. So Apple has a feature, unlock with Apple Watch, where if you have your Apple Watch on and you turn it on and it uses handoff or or, or Bluetooth or whatever it uses, um, if it's on, unlocked. You don't have to log into your Mac with your passcode. It recognizes that it's an authentic user. Yeah. Unlocks, blah, done. I want that same feature, but on the iPhone. So if I'm not wearing my watch, which I often don't because I just don't, mm-hmm. I can't really tell you why. I, maybe it's, I mean, I forget. But particularly in the mornings when I sign on for work, I'm, I'm not wearing a watch, but I always have my iPhone with me. And I feel like that could be a trusted device. Just like the Apple Watch, where if I'm holding it, if I'm using it, if I have it on me, my computer can unlock if I t- if I go through the steps. Your iPhone would have to be unlocked is the key. Okay. Because they're locked iPhone just being that's, close that's, enough to your that Mac often is definitely too. not secure. But it, it, it often happens. Or you could always, instead of typing in your password, use Face ID on your iPhone. Just point your iPhone at your face. And log in instead of having to type in your password. Yep, there's that. Or use the uh, the Touch ID. Or Touch ID, yeah. And another feature, uh, Android uses this, also related, is a trusted Wi-Fi network. So if I'm home, it recognizes that I'm not public and that my, com- I can just, my computer can just st- unlock with when I'm connected to my home Wi-Fi. Those two things would make my I would be worried so about easier. that. I would be worried about that as a... Um, security measure just because they don't move around much. It's not it's not like a phone that moves around and gets on different Wi-Fi networks all the time. Like laptops might sometimes, but also there's all these desktop computers. They're always kind of always on the same network and you don't want to leave them unlocked. So that would have to be like, that would be a feature you would have disabled by default and yes, maybe sure. warn people that like, hey, you know, this might mean that your Mac is just unlocked all the time because it doesn't go anywhere. Right. Or even if it resets a month, every month or something, if, if, right. they, if, if they, you know, like if you don't use your iPhone for a while, you have to type in your passcode, something like that. Yep. I'd be okay with that. Or even in the mornings, 
I unlock it once and it stays unlocked for 12 hours, something like that. Yeah. But I have to type in my password or, or reach over and do the, the thing, which if I'm at my desk, it's a pain because I have the keyboard, I have the MacBook press uh, push back. Yep. So I got to either reach all the way over to do the, the touch ID or type in my... You know, I think they can make it work very much the way the watch does, where the watch has to be unlocked. On you, and the watch unlocked. stays yes. unlocked because it's on, once it's once you unlock it and it's on you, it stays unlocked until you take it off. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's a watch; it's strapped to you, so that makes sense. Um, but yeah, they, you could never have it so that your locked phone, just by being near your Mac, unlocks your Mac. That's a massive security hole. Yeah, you know, I, I understand that yeah. completely. But, but I get, um, yeah, that could be a good. Thing I feel like that. there's a there's a way to do. And my phone is like ninety percent of the day unlocked. Like it's yeah. like it's it's unlocked right now. Like I just unlocked it while I was talking, yeah. just to check out a notification. Like it's often next to my Mac and unlocked. Mm-hmm. And if if they would talk to each other, my Mac wouldn't go to lock screen mode. If it they was, could go like, further was, and do like things like approval for for. Um, I, new Macs all have Touch ID, so this is a little bit more just useful for older Macs that don't. But doing the same thing that Apple TV does, where if you ever want to make a purchase on like mm-hmm. Apple TV, uh, instead of having to type in your passcode, it lets you use either your watch or your phone to approve the purchase. You just and and literally your phone's got a notification up there, so you tap on it and it Face ID, and away you go, and you don't have to like type in your password on the Apple TV remote. Um, the, the Mac does that with the watch. Anytime you need your system passcode, you can double tap your watch button Mm -hmm. to enter your system passcode, but they could extend that to the phone too. They could just say face ID on your phone to type in your system passcode. Right. Yep. So yeah, they could just make that whole system work together better. So yeah, that's what that's what I want. I just want to not have to reach over and do touch ID or type in my 12, 12 character passcode every time <laughs> I I'm home. I mean, I don't I don't leave. Yeah, it does feel like maybe some of the security features maybe need to have options so people can tweak. Yeah, them yeah. I mean, it would definitely be all of this would be off by default, as Jason points out. Yeah. And so on Android, the way it works is you you add you add a trusted device, and that could be a watch, it could be um, AirPods, you know, something that you're saying to the phone, mm-hmm. "Hey, I own this device. If it's on me, it's me, and therefore my phone stays unlocked." And you know, in this case, the Mac the Mac would stay unlocked. I do, you know I, I I understand the security thing, but I also understand, or I also would like to have the option to if i'm home and no one's here and there's no risk whatsoever yeah i don't have to turn it like i don't want to turn it off because then i'm going to forget to turn it back on and then and then when i go somewhere it's off well let me suggest that you just change the timeout it defaults to immediately but you can can get one hour four hours or eight hours for that so maybe setting it to something like four hours or eight hours would just reduce the amount of time you need to hold on let me see what i'm at it's not immediate yeah, I have mine uh, 15 minutes. Yeah. Which, again, I wouldn't want to change because if, if I, I mean, I do take my laptop. Like, I just took it over the weekend. I traveled. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't I don't want to forget to right. do that and then leave it. And then, you know, then I'm opening myself up to a possible issue. You know, it's unlikely, but it's still yeah. possible. So that's Mike's wish list item. Jason, what would yes. you like to see in Mac OS 13? 
Well, besides my never-ending hope that they change the name of system preferences to settings, because I put that on the I, list. <laughs> yeah, that's on your list, and I just it's it's, it's, it's a non-functional thing. It doesn't yeah. matter, but it and it's silly, but it doesn't make any sense. It would be funny to see the people that have been using Mac since the '80s freak out when Apple or if I mean, Apple makes that. You're change. not going to change the icon or anything. Just just call yeah, it settings. Uh, anyways, <laughs> no, the, the thing that I hope for more than anything else that wasn't on your list, I wanted to pick something that wasn't on your list, yeah. is a um, a unification of apps between the iPhone and, and iPad and Mac. And the Mac is the, the odd one out for most of this stuff. I don't, I don't know why the iPad doesn't have a calculator app, but other than that, <laughs> most of the stuff. But... Um, Give me a weather app. Like the iPad doesn't have a weather app, but make an iPad weather app. Make it a uh, Catalyst app that runs on the Mac. Um, health, fitness, and, and especially now that they have all these new iMacs and stuff, make a fitness app so that people can do their Fitness Plus routines in their dorm rooms or whatever using their iMac or their laptop or something. I mean, if I can... I can play my fitness plus plus routine on my iPhone. Why can't I do it on my 14 inch MacBook? Right. Yeah. Uh, wallet. Um, stuff, all those things, like all those things give me, those are the main ones, sort of health, fitness, wallet and weather. It, it'd be, there's a lot of data in the fitness app. I would like it to have not the version of the fitness app that's on Apple TV. That's just fitness plus stuff. I would like it to have your full, fitness history and routines and stuff and be able to pour over all that stuff on a bigger, nicer, more comfortable laptop screen rather than my iPhone, have all that data sync up, um, health records and all that stuff. I, why can't I look at that on my Mac? Why do I have to look at it on a, a tiny iPhone screen? So all those things, uh, I miss desperately the fact that the widgets that come in from the right side, they used to have a calculator widget and you could just, <laughs> When you opened your widgets, yeah, the sidebar or whatever they used to call it, you could just start typing numbers and it would automatically be typing them in the calculator. And I use that constantly. Widgets are now non-interactive, so they don't do that, can't do that. <laughs> but and, and there's no calculator widget. But if they make widgets interactive again, I want that back. <laughs> I use that every day. I would use that. Uh, yeah, with the also with apps, with the, the, there's no wallet app, which is frustrating. It's in yeah. system system preferences. I think I mentioned but, that. Yeah. Oh, did you? Sorry, I, was, I missed it. I, as far as widgets go, bring back dashboard, man. That was the greatest feature that they got rid of now. I actually hated dashboard. Oh, I hated come on, dashboard was awesome. <laughs> I hated it taking over the screen and coming in with the whole thing. I, I like the little sidebar of widgets they have, and the widgets look like the iPhone and iPad widgets, they're the same sort of sizes and stuff on them and everything. I just don't understand why I have a weather widget. And if I click on it, I open a web, a weather.com web, web, web page. Yeah, web page. Like, yeah. It's not, it's not an experience. I want. Still, still team dashboard. I don't get what Jason says. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with the, with M series max, you can run, iPhone and iPad apps. So I wonder if down the line in that kind of mammoth release I was talking about earlier, 
if they would eventually get to that point where they finally unify those apps that are on and make it on across all their operating systems. It would take Yeah, a while. there's select ones and I can't imagine that Apple would be satisfied with like, for example, the health app um being the iPhone app on a Mac, right? Like I don't think that that's the experience they would go for, but so make a good iPad app and then and make it a catalyst app and just do the menus work, you know, like they did for Apple news and all these other things that are, you know, basically the iPad apps on a Mac. Yeah. It's, it's frustrating. The, the kind of the interoperability between Mac and, and iPhone apps, because if the technology is there, but some of the ways mm-hmm. Apple has implemented has been very kind of half-assed and other others are good and messages is still kind of in between. We've, we've talked about that before. Like, like it's all there. It's just, you know, and Roman brought up in his wish list, like the app library would be really good on the Mac more so than Launchpad, which is basically just a folder. So like there are yeah. ways to really make those iPhone features, bring them to the Mac in a really useful way and Apple has done it in some places and not done it in other places and yeah. it's frustrating. Right. I, I think that they it seems likely to me that they're worried that they can't just bring it over the way it is on the iPad or whatever. That it has to be sufficiently Mac like I mean I I, I understand I, that. Yeah. I agree with that, but they've had time. Like But at right. the same time they <laughs> haven't they, you had time to yeah. the tools and they say make a Mac app that's like your iPad app and change these menus and right. it's all there. That's another thing. Is like I wonder how many people even know that you can search the Mac App Store for iPhone and iPad apps. I don't think many people do because it's not easy to find. So, no. yeah, it's a little. It's a yeah. pretty small button. They, they could just yeah. make that a big or make selection. it like a, a, a sidebar <laughs> thing that says iPhone and iPad app. So you click it and you can search through yeah. what you have and what you want. What else? Anything else that comes to mind in terms of like? Well, yeah, I got one which was also on your list: uh, Time Machine iCloud. Backups, please, 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 please. I don't <laughs> like that's the number one thing that I want. I, I mean, that's the greatest feature and the most unsung feature of iOS is setting backups and then forgetting about them forever. And they're just working every night. You don't have to do anything, you don't have to think about it. If your phone breaks, if it's stolen, if you get a new one, it's it updates within hours of what you just did it's like as if as if your your entire device has been picked up and put onto a new one it's awesome on the mac it is not like that there's a couple of icloud things documents and 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 desktop which i have turned on and those are those are nice but just let me back up my entire mac i don't get it like i understand okay fine you're going to force people to up i mean you there's no way five gigabytes is enough for a mac it's not really enough for an iphone either but it's definitely not enough for a Max. So I get it. Like you're you're gonna force people to pay for it, but they gotta buy an external drive anyway. So you're already making them buy something. Just make it that much easier, and it's encrypted, and like it's just so simple. It's all right there. There would have to be some stuff that doesn't get backed up, but most of the stuff that creates the biggest data is stuff that's in the cloud, anyways. Like you wouldn't back up their photos library. If you want that light backed up, you just turn on iCloud photos like you do now and it's there. So yeah. So that those kind of, those are the kind of things that, you know, you, you'd be like, I'm you, but I'm using 200 gigabytes. I don't want to back up 200 gigabytes. Well, you're not really using 200 gigabytes. 
the the OS itself, and then the, the data like that that's already in a that cloud service wouldn't get back. And up. just like Time Machine now, like things. the first one takes a while, but the rest of them don't because it's only backing up new stuff. Oh, for sure, yeah. So even if it does yeah. do two hundred gigabytes, it'll just do it overnight. You wake up, it's done, and then the next day it'll take you know fifteen minutes or less. And you get an email from your internet provider <laughs> saying, "We've gone over your cap, yeah. and we're going to charge you fifty dollars." <laughs> <That too. laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, on, on that note, I mean that, that it's a business opportunity for Apple too. too. They could yeah. make it a, a plan, sure. and it doesn't have to be that expensive. But it's it's a revenue source. It's, it's They're always ex- big. And- I mean, it it could be part of it could it could be exclusive to like Apple One, you know, some sure. tier right. of Apple One. Not necessarily Premiere, but like whatever, where you've got you know two terabytes right. and, and family sharing, and, and they don't everything. offer a one terabyte version now, so they can do that for five dollars a month. That's not going to break anyone's bank. Anything else that you guys want to add to the list? I mean, there's a million little things that all get wrapped up under that stability thing. Like disk utility is just, I like it. I can't even describe how often it just doesn't work <laughs> like this utility seems to be this like it it does one thing well which is like delete your hard drive like <laughs> it doesn't so so much of disk utility just seems like broken and it feels like it has been for quite a while and there's just a few things like that things that not they don't impact everyone all the time or anything but that's an issue that the memory leaks thing which it's just so random how and when and who is it going to hit that you just get suddenly sucked down this hole where you're just using a ton of memory for no reason. You know, so yeah, that's the biggest thing. That does it for this episode of the Macworld podcast, episode 789. Thanks to Jason Cross, Michael Simon, and thanks to you, the audience. Thank you for tuning in. You can subscribe to the Macworld Podcast in the podcast app on Spotify, on Amazon Music, or through any other podcast app. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com or contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest in the world of Apple. See you next time.